0: Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast
1: right here on Georgia Radio. Well, welcome
2: once again. This is Wade and here is Matt Jolly on Georgia Radio, GeorgiaRadio.com. And if uh, you want a, a good show, we have a good show tonight. You're on the Georgia Folk and Farm Life radio program brought to you by Meek Brothers Cattle Company. And tonight we, we have uh, our, our group member and friend, Anthony Jackson. And Anthony's a, he's like myself, he's a truck driver. He's hauled logs and hauled containers and things. And he lives over near Newington. and But he's a he's a photographer that uh, has some amazing skills. Not just his, his photography, but then his, you know, there's a concept called added value. In products in the marketplace, where you take something that's got a certain value and that's a commodity, but then if you can add value, you've got something different and something new. And, and uh, Anthony does that. He has uh, added value. He adds uh, art or an artistic eye and approach and modification to photographs, and it's a new art form to me. When when I see his photographs, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. I don't know how you do that. I don't think I could do it. You have to have an eye for it, and you have to know what's... I think you have to have kind of know what you're going for when you start, and that's where art comes in. When a man or a woman or anyone can see, this is a vision of what I want to create before it's created, and that's what you do. Anthony, are you with us? Yes, sir. All right, talk to us. Just t- tell us about who you are and what you do. Your photo- How did you get into this? Um uh, what, what, how long have you had a love for photography? How, you know, so tell us about how you got into it and, 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 and kind of the, the progress you made as a, as, a, as a man and
0: a photographer in the, in the field of photography. Okay. I started. Um, I went to work because I went to go to work in Savannah. And my low wasn't raising, And I think it was about 2 in the morning, maybe 2 in the morning. So she said, well, give us a couple of hours. We'll be in the office around 7. So I said, you know what? I got my camera. Let me go to the Island." And I hadn't been in type of album before I went in in like five years. The difference is, it was December 19th. And if you recall, they were putting sand back on the beach. Right. Now, right. I didn't know that. The project. They, yeah. Exactly. I got to the beach. It was 29 degrees. So, <laughs> I was freezing. So, I went out. It was nice. Nobody was there. It was quiet. So, then I went back to my car and I set my camera up for long exposure. And then I went back out took some photos. Had on for about a week or two. Um, Pedro Bacon inspired me to get into photography out of Facebook. And he told me about your group. Because before that I would post on my page and it would get like maybe one or two, maybe three. And I forgot what I posted in that group. I posted the photo in the in that in your group, and I went to sleep and I woke up. It was around 400. I was like, wait a minute, that can't be me. It can't be 400. And I'm looking through the comments I'm like, wait a minute. And I was beginning to see something about his photography makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. And I heard somebody say to me before about that. I said, like, okay. So when I go out and shoot, I'm going to have, and an not an advantage, but a perspective that I don't see much people doing. Not to say it's right or wrong, but I didn't see that in many people's comments. Mm-hmm. So I will go out and shoot in a perspective of not with a, a tripod, I, my, one of my photographs, when you see them, you knew, you knew it was my work, and it, it clicked or touched the memory in your brain to take you back to childhood. So then you have my picture, and then you have a memory of your childhood. And that's a connection. So it might have you wanting to, let me see what else he's can post, or what else he's going to show. And that's when I started. When I, I I really got confident in posting on Facebook as I posted a couple pictures. in It wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. But to see the feedback, and from my page, maybe four or five people, or in your page, it was like 400. Then the next week, I posted one that got like 1,000. That blew me away. I couldn't believe that. that. I couldn't believe that people love photography as much as I thought they would love it because on my page, I didn't get that. Maybe they wasn't in photography. I'm not sure. Maybe they knew me. But I started by doing that, by going to the beach that night, and in January, I posted, I think January, 1st, I posted in your group because I was about to stop doing it. And I probably said it he was he's like, man, don't stop. You do it. He said, try to group out. And he sent me a link. He, as a matter of fact, he sent me an invite. I selected And so that's how I started. December 19th, catch bacon. Your group is what started me posting on social media. You no, no, don't interrupt you.
2: Let me interrupt you. Um, I did not know that. I just assumed that you had been, like, say, Harvey Williams and and others had been posting in other places. I, I didn't know that it started. You know, the, the 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 genesis of it, of as you're talking about, was on Georgia. That's great. So that's what I'm. I like about Georgia Poking Farm Life. It's it's a it's a a place, a vehicle, a venue. And you never know what's going to take off on there. Really, you never know. Uh, sometimes simple things, you know, surprise you. Sometimes uh, things that you don't think will get much attention do. And and um, we've got some great members on there. And that's that. that I like that. I really like the fact that uh, that Georgia Folk and Farm Life has been that good to you, and has helped. So what kind of equipment do you use? Um, and tell us a about kind of the process of, because you create a, a, such an artistic photography. It's a unique thing. You know, you found a kind of a niche thing. When I see yours, I'm like, this is a beautiful haunting images that you create that, um, I don't see anybody else doing exactly what you do. And that's, that's the, that's the thing about it. When you're doing something, that uh, you know there's not a lot of people doing it. It it makes it special. So talk to us about exactly kind of what you do
0: there. All right, I have they had the um Canon T six and again that brings the name up again. I asked that just about the camera. And I bought one. He said, you know, that's a pretty good camera to use. And it's a DSLR. Now the process, as you can see in the comments, it kind of confused uh, some of the people some of our members in the group. Because they were saying, hey I right. don't like that at night. That's not possible. And I'm like well, it's possible, but it's called long exposure. And that what that means is exposure, the, camera, yeah. the camera lens stays open for, like, let's just say 30 minutes or, or a minute or time lapse. So when it happens, it pulls in all the light that our eyes can't see. So then what I would do, I would post it. And if you live in a city like Savannah, you're never going to see that unless it's a blackout. Post to it. So I would post that. But I would do long exposure, and um, I would go, I would take shots, and I learned. learn. A thousand shots. Out of a thousand shots, you might edit a hundred. Out of a hundred, you might post five. I learned that. Well Like on my well. iPhone, my iPhone, I have thirty five thousand pictures on my iPhone just to save them, just to save them. I have like eighteen SD cards all fill up. But the process, and you can see it in the group, people say, "Well, how'd you get on Whip Street with nobody? How'd you?" I will always open places with nobody. If you go somewhere and see a car. You mind date how old that picture is because you know how old the car is. My shoes, it will date. So I would make sure I would go when you didn't see anybody, of course myself, but you can't, you won't see me, I'm taking pictures. So the only thing that can tell the story is what I'm shooting. I didn't want people in the picture because those shoes might tell the data that, it is, that car can tell the data. It I'm, I try my best not to do that. So if we put a black and white, filter over it. You couldn't really date it unless you said, well, that sh- that the queen, Georgia, Georgia queen was built this day. So we'll go from that way. I will always right. make sure I would shoot if you if you look, you hardly ever see people in, in my in my um photo.
2: You're right, but I never thought about that until till you mentioned it, yeah.
0: And that's why I do that, because and if you say it's a long exposure, you have somebody walk by slow, it's gonna be a blur in front of the camera. So people say, Are hey, you gonna go to the beach? I hardly ever go to the beach in the summertime. But in the wintertime, always there. I might go in the very beginning to catch the Milky Way and the end of it when it's getting kind of cool because there's not, I mean, not that much traffic. So yeah. when I go, I make sure wherever I am, there isn't people or cars or automobiles in the shot to date the shot. So if you see it, you can be from the 70s or grew up right. in the 50s. If you see it, you won't see that new car, and you didn't have a new car in the 70s. It didn't look like that. So if you see it, it might flash back to when you was there in the firm's domain. You can see the comments. People say, the, the photographer's eyes water. I've seen. It. I've never. The first person say that came out of that group. Out of, the, out, of the, out of that group, they said that. And then wow. I've seen. It was like a stream of comments under that saying, "Hey, me too." And then, it, and if you look at the very bottom, is a long chain. And those two people at the very bottom of the comment section of my other that photo talking about their childhood life in the '60s. Now I wasn't born in the '60s, but you have a piece of art on a computer screen that have. Friends that grew up and no longer see each other. reminiscing about childhood because the photo jar that memory. That's why I do that. Well, Anthony,
2: you know, it's a, when when you say that I, uh, it makes me think of when w- hearing what you what you described your work uh, makes me think of things I hadn't really thought about. Like you, you say you don't take pictures so that with people and and automobiles or things that can date something, and that allows each person viewing your photograph to make it their own to interpret it in their own way, if it was, if there were other things in there, it, they couldn't personalize it to themselves. Is that is that what you're trying to do? Make it where they could, where people that appreciate your photography can, can make it their own. Really.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. That, I had to learn a, that. That's a neat concept. I love
2: that concept. And I, well, that's, I learned that because uh,
0: Anthony,
2: Anthony, that says that you're thinking outside the box, and not only outside the box, but outside of yourself. Very few people can do that. Now, that's art, right there. That's artistic mind. When you can think, uh, you're including your your audience. You're doing it for yourself first, and then you're doing it not for for applause or plaudits. Or you're doing it because any artist seeks. Uh, appreciation for their work and wants it shared, and so. But when you do, when you make it personal to the audience, that you're going to step beyond. And I like that. All right,
0: go go ahead. Now I'm I'm too for a minute. No, and that's why I did that because you have somebody. Let's say I put a Mustang in a picture. Well, this guy likes Chevrolet. He won't pay the picture no attention, and, and we build like that. We don't know that constantly, but sometimes we're built that way. That you know, I don't like the Chevrolet. They won't even look at the whole picture, but 'cause they'll see the car. And I realize that it's not that he, have, he can hate Ford. He, he prefers this. If I remove all yeah. of that uh, and just show earth as it is, untouched, buildings, trees, or whatever, then whoever sees that can make that, make that picture their own. How about that? Huh?
1: If you ever do a picture, Anthony, of a late model Dodge pickup truck, we know a guy named Harvey Williams Jr. that would, love to, would love to hang it on his wall. <laughs> hey, I, I, that's a, that's
2: the man I uh, we we I know if you own Georgia Folk and Farm Life, you know who Harvey Williams is. And he's a great friend. I yep. love Harvey. Uh, at Harvey, <laughs> I got know him through his photography through Georgia Folk and Farm Life, and he had been such a blessing in my life. And I, I think sometimes I talk too much about Harvey, but I don't think there's such a thing as talking. About, Harvey's such a he's a great photographer. but He's such a my God, what a what a great man he is! If you know him, the humility and the wisdom that's packed in that man amazing. He just is, he amazes me. And you know what? I love I love the fact that Georgia Folk and Farm Life has been a is a vehicle to help promote um, up and coming people that maybe didn't w- wouldn't get the exposure. You know, like you and and Harvey and, and mm-hmm. others. others, are writers and photographers both. By the way, I'm battling Conway is is driving me crazy right there. <laughs> he's, he's, I wired. To, I he's wired. We have to keep
1: dragging the microphone down so it's not the conway (laughs) show tonight but anthony i I wanted to jump in here it's it's matt jolly the and and i'm just going to sit back here enjoying this tonight some of your stuff to me it you you add in elements at least i think you do i don't think that deer um just stood there for that long exposure the way but how do you how do you discern you know, what, is it like, you remember Bob Ross, the painter, is it like Bob Ross where you would just say, I, th- I think this needs a deer, or I think this <laughs> yeah, needs a cloud, dear. you know, or what, how do you make that call as an artist? Uh, because it's, know, not, say, it's not its not—it's cheesy the way you do it. It's not campy. It just, it looks like there should be a deer there. It I was mean, meant to be, yeah. yeah. I don't know, how you how do you I'm do gonna, that?
0: I, I can't think of this guy's name. You named one of them, and somebody else named another guy that was pretty popular in paint and stuff. And I, I've never got a comparison, but I'll say this. I did that one time with a deer, and he was still for about five seconds, ran off. So the shot was blurry. That, um, so I was like, you can't shoot the deer because they're going to hear you regardless, and they're going to they're gonna smell you. So if you, I look, and I say, what, what, what is this missing? The first thing I make sure I don't think of is the automobile, nothing mechanical. Nothing right. mechanical. I, I rule that out. So what, what could it It can't be anything small because it has to be close to the camera. So then if you look, I have to also place those there with the correct field perception and depth perception because it can't be one by close to me really small and then one in the red background huge. That's the whole, kept the whole shot off. So I have, to, I have to gauge how big the building is, have to gauge how big the road is, about two inches up from the bottom. I gauge all those things to make sure when I put them, in, they don't look like it stands out. down don't belong.
1: Well, it's it's good stuff. I, I love that one image. I, is that not to me, Wade, the image I'm thinking of, it it almost looks like the old schoolhouse out there by your, yeah, by yeah, your place. Yeah, I know the one
2: you're talking about. Yeah. Listen, it's time for, if we're, we're about halfway to the well, show. Well, read, time for the read break. your
1: commercial real quick. Just read it, and, and then we'll come right back. <laughs> I don't
2: have my copy, and Listen, I'll just tell you.
1: Yeah, let's just talk well, about I'm, Meeks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's what I, I don't have my copy on hand so you' know, yeah. you're not dealing with a professional Matt. what you think you're the I, highest paid had,
1: guy around here so don't.
2: Yeah, uh, and, and I had would have my ad copy on hand here during yeah. the show at the mid at the middle right. of the show when we do the break that's amazing right there that you would expect that but I will say mm-hmm. this. Thank you to Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. Steve Meeks and the, the boys—they they have a great uh, locally owned uh, company here where they they provide uh, it is not some but the finest grass-fed, grain-finished beef. They've got beautiful cows. They, I love their cows. They're 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 beautiful, and they've got they they have just it's a quality product. And you can buy a whole cow, a half a cow, quarter, any amount you want, and it's uh, vacuum sealed and. and Put in the freezer. You keep up to three years. The meat is beautiful. If you see the ground beef, the steak, when you see in what they have, and you compare it to what you see in your grocery store, that you know the pink, drab, pale stuff you see in the grocery store, that is not what you get from each brother's cattle. Cause you get a premium, vibrant. It, it You just have to see it to believe it. And check them out on Facebook. And um, yeah, Meek's Pro's Cattle Company. And I appreciate them sponsoring Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio here on Georgia Radio.
1: I keep telling them nobody beats Meeks Meeks. <laughs> and and, and it's, it's the best stuff you'll ever find. All right, we'll be right back right after this. Country, that's what I grew up listening to Georgia Radio. We love you
0: more than peanuts and peaches. So glad you're here.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones
0: who get it done.
2: Well, we made it back here. I'm here with Conway, who is acting up and having a good time during the show tonight. So if you hear, you may have heard Oink Pig a while ago and him, uh, Conway, and I I don't have to tell you. Is that what what you
1: call that thing, the Oink Pig?
2: Oink pig, yeah. Uh-huh. He and Oink pig were going to town, as they say, a while ago. But uh, yeah, we we are uh, we're having fun. He's chewing my hand off, but uh, other than that, I've got two, and maybe I can get by. But um, yeah, we're here with our guest tonight, Anthony Jackson. Anthony, our friend, is a part of Georgia folk and farm life, and we're just proud of him. His his amazing skills in photography and the the eye. That's um, you can combine an eye. For an artistic talent and an eye for photography and for seeing uh, a photograph that he is going to generate, um, it's it's amazing, his his work. You just have to see it. You can't describe it. You have to go on, on uh, Georgia Folk and Farm Life and, and, and look at his work and, and look on his page on Facebook. Uh, welcome back, Anthony. Uh Talk to us some more. We got a few more minutes here a, to talk. I've got a couple Our of questions, for
1: you. I wanted to know because okay. I'm fascinated by 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 artists and and the way that you the way that you see the world. I, I'm just curious. Was Savannah your home a, as a child? I mean, because what a incredible place to live and and be exposed to. I'm guessing you're down there quite a bit. You you mentioned Savannah.
0: Well, I'll tell you, I'm up here in Skidmore County by the racetrack, but I will say this. I am not a city person. I, and not that I don't like the city. It's just... When, when... when, To me, when I'm around man-made structures a lot, the natural part of me as photography, it kind of takes to beat if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather be closer to nature so when I go out and shoot, what I shoot will reflect how I feel. If, I, if I'm in the city, then what I shoot will reflect that kind of background. But then mm-hmm. it's, it's man-made structures. I like take pictures of things that natural, that mountain been here for 13, 14,000 years. Okay. Somebody might find that that picture in two or 3,000 years or 4,000 years. And it might resemble that, but a city will be gone, change and rearrange all that stuff. So I I would drive. an hour there early in the morning, wait for the sun come up, take my shots, photos, and then come back, edit them. And posting probably later at night, or I'll go out late that night to catch the sunrise, or I'll go out late in certain areas and shoot, you know, the stars of long exposure. I'm all, when I'm out, you will hardly ever see me. I did that one time. I did. I I think I posted in that group also. I'm going to be out on Tivy. It was kind of cool, and I will never do that again. Not because I didn't enjoy it, but in fact, there I mean, were people was gonna. I did not want to talk to me about photography. It was a small crowd. And I couldn't shoot because I had to answer questions. I want to be rude. So I was answering questions, was talking, and it's like I couldn't shoot anything. you asking questions, I was answering. I was sitting in my camera, like, what kind of tech is this? What is that? So I was like, yeah, yeah, I might not do that again. Because I wanted to do that for them to come out, but it became kind of overwhelming. So I didn't even get to even shoot anything. I spoke a lot, and that was it.
2: Well, I, th- you know, I was just thinking it might be sometime you might want to set aside a time to invite people to come and just instead of really concentrating on, uh, making photographs that morning, showing what you do and, and, and just making an event like that such that, uh, you know, to benefit others. Cause people have questions, um, and, and they, I know they see your work, they wonder, how does he do that? And I'm, yep. it's, and, and, and it's not something you really explain. You might, probably have to see, but, but, uh, a lot of what you, uh, your work is done after you leave and get back home, I'm sure. And get back on your computer yep. and, and, and then you can, you can take the elements you've gathered and make that final creation.
0: Right. Yeah. Correct.
1: But I'll say this in, 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 Anthony's defense, because I've looked at his work and I mean, yeah, you can't put a deer in out there in the field like that, you got to drop that in, in post as they say. But this is the work of a talented photographer who understands aperture and understands lighting and understands all of that. I think it's I think it's really cool the way you're the way you're putting this stuff together, Anthony. I really do. I I applaud the effort that goes into it. that long the long spo- exposure stuff is difficult. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. You got to have a good yeah. tripod because boy, Wade, you and I could never do it. I mean, if you get an itch, no, or if you get you know, the wind, right. I, there's just no way. There's no way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you ever, Everything you ever, would be blurry. You ever,
2: <laughs> well, you know, Anthony, if you ever, ever tried to, to, to um, get a kid to do some work, a little child that's, you know, you say that's too young, and you put them out there to do some work, and as soon as you're not looking, they turn around following the bug off, you know, some a little bug's crawling away. They're following it, and they're not doing what you sent them out there to yeah. do. That's me. That's me. I'm, I'm that little kid, and i I can do the you know simple things quick on the you know i've taken some beautiful photographs by accident out of the wind of a log truck i, I can you know i have but when you take if if you take ten thousand photographs out of the wind of a log truck and you could you can find a dozen out of those that wow people it makes it seem like you're but i know nothing about photography. So when I when I see someone like you and 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 the others that uh, that, that, that amaze me with the the work you do uh I'm like well there's no need me learning to trying to learn to do that all I want to do is appreciate what you do that's as far as I'm going with it I'm just going to keep saying wow 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 but I'm not I don't have the ability to uh to uh, to uh, reach the the, the the What's your? I, I have a quick one thing I want to ask you this we're getting closer okay. to the end of the show and what is on the horizon now if you have you um I, I keep going back to Harvey because Harvey, I follow Harvey's career as a photographer, and, and, and he's constantly changing and moving in new directions. Is there a direction in photography that's, that's intriguing to you right now, or is there something? I know all artists go through periods where, you know, you had the blue period. You know, the famous artists in the past, they had the blue period or this period. They would go through or they would concentrate on certain things. Or do you? What is, what is coming up that excites you right now in what you're doing? Maybe something new or different.
0: Well, the next thing I'm doing, I have some software I'm um, going to purchase, and it's, it's going to fit me with photography. But as you were speaking about the picture with the deer, that kind of photography is like a 3D. So you can actually, right. it'll kind of play, but you can see right. the camera feel like it's moving past the deer and past the building to the other deer, and you can kind of move the picture around and still see all the objects. It's like a motion picture. Almost. That's what I'm trying to get to do. That's very, very hard to do that. Very hard. And I and even with this photography, I didn't have I didn't take any classes at all. I just taught myself. Somebody taught me how to do photography. Well, I think I got that's some of the get- well, but- well uh well
2: what um I think you've done very well, and he's a good mentor, evidently. Um, one, yep. one, one thing I want to bring up that you might not want to I'm not trying to blindsight, but I just want to say <laughs> the other day, the, this the elephant in the room that, uh, that that happened recently was was the Georgia Guidestones thing, and yep. you know it, like, it happened like I asked you to be a member uh, uh, a guest tonight. It was like the next day, this thing just blew up, and I mean that literally. Yeah, <laughs> and you <It the>, <laughs> I had no idea that you had been a fan of the guide stones and, and, and well, when you have a great image
1: of it too, I mean,
2: yeah, yeah, it's a great image. And I've, I've been aware of the guidestones. I know I, I was never a fan of it, but it didn't bother me. I really didn't understand what it was all about. You've really enjoyed the guide stones and, and, um, it. And, but you got a lot, you generated some, uh, is uh, Neil Boris? You say you stirred the pudding with that one. But <laughs> I want to. I but I want to say something. And 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 um, we don't have to agree on things like you know any issue like that. Right. I don't. I don't care one way about the other about the guys. It, might, it evidently meant a lot to you. And and you know you have. I want to respect that. See, that's respect for other people. Not. We, we don't have to be the same or have the same ideology about any, any, any part of social life or history or this nation as it exists, but we can be friends and, and, uh, right. we don't have to get bad about things, but what I want to say, thank you for the other day, as far as I know, some people got a little ugly in their comments, <laughs> yeah, or fired up, they got a little excited, but you didn't, you stayed yep. above the fray. I looked at it, and I kept saying, well, Anthony's going to lose it with so many people. But you didn't. And <laughs> nope. so, I, you know, I wrote I wrote a little thing, and I said, you know, I wanted people to calm down about it. And I said, you know, I don't think – I don't know what God thinks about Georgia Guidestones, but I know some of y'all's comments to, to Anthony probably bother God more than a pile of rocks ever did. And right. so, you know, <laughs> that's, that's true. We um, that that I was impressed by that, and um, I was all it made me all the more glad that I had asked you to be, uh, and, and it just uh, happened this way. This this, little, this was a flash in the pan, as they say. And Careful, it,
1: Wade.
2: Flash <laughs> yeah. in Elberton,
1: apparently. Where is, did you well, take flash that in image? The pan is an old photography. <laughs> you know, but, well, <laughs>
0: uh, I, I can, and let me ask something real quick. This is not to anybody anybody. If you look, I was kind of laughing, like not you know, I was like, "Y'all come on, stop this." But well, this is why I'm trying to tell people to keep it in perspective. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be quick. Now, this is why I, I think people didn't read this, read this stuff. Now, oh, I know the Stone said. It said maintain population 500, 500 million. I'm going to leave it alone. That's what it says at the very top. The population right. in America in 1980 was 230 million. So when he wrote right. that, he was speaking for the future. He, he, he spoke, and it was half that. It was 230 million people in America in 1980. That's when it came up. So if you look at it now, you're like, oh, okay, I got it. I got it. But when you, when you gauge something, first thing, think of when was it created? Yesterday? Okay, that's a big difference. Yesterday, to say that. No, it's the 80s. Okay, let's do some research. What's the population? Oh, man, what do you even have for that? Because uh, at some same point, it's, let's say it's 2 billion people in America. And then make one now and say maintain it 4 billion would get mad right at four billion right, so then if you look at then it said two hundred it, it was five hundred million, but back then it was only two hundred and thirty something million people in America. He was speaking about America, that was it right That's okay. all it was
2: well, you know what was funny the, the whole thing <laughs> you know I never really <laughs> I never saw the guide stones, and I was um, I was surprised, and we got to the end of the show pretty quick, so wind it down, but um I was surprised at how quickly they when when the stones were were damaged it kind of boggled my mind how quickly the, whoever the state or whoever, I didn't know who owned this place. Well, how quickly they went in and demolished it and it was gone before the day was over. And it was like, there's got to be more to this story. That than the, the, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually you can't get the government to, uh, you know, uh, take it. Take any actions that quickly. So it, it is. It's a thing. That intrigues me. But we'll we'll talk about it on Georgia Live, But we're not going yeah, to yeah. <laughs> that thing and make it ugly. we God don't like ugly, as they say.
0: When did you uh, <laughs> when did you take that
1: image, Anthony? Because it, it is it's a uh, it's a really cool image.
0: I've gone there probably four or five times. So it was those each I think each shot. I'm pretty sure each shot and um, Longest Soldier was a different time. One was in under one. The long exposure, the the long exposure, kind of like a video. That was in summertime. The sunset with the sun setting. That was in the summertime. I see. I do All right, Anthony,
2: we're down to we're down to one minute. I just say, so just to, to satisfy some of these uh, people that I and I love the, our group members, but some of them that worry about you don't go up there and do uh, like uh, hippie things in the middle of the night with the devil or
1: anything. Up there. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> that would ruin the image. Wade, if he did exactly. too much, too much bumping around up there for Anthony, too much human involved. <laughs> That's right. Well, that too. Hey, I enjoyed this tonight, Anthony. Thanks for coming on.
2: This was Me fun. been, a, I've had a ball with you, Anthony, and I appreciate it. So, thank you for coming on and being such a great guy. No but, problem. Uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a tumultuous week, I know, and we we have a little fun with it. And that's what the way to handle all these things is: is enjoy it, have fun with, it, laugh about it, move on. And uh, thank you, thank you for coming on oh. tonight with us. And as we keep on trucking, my friend,
1: <laughs> I sure will. Hey, go check out Meek's Brothers Cattle Company, Wade, Meek's on, fake, on company. Facebook, right? There you go.
2: Have, makes me want to go cook, get a steak out of the freezer right now. All Woo. right.
1: There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and see you next week, Wade. Thanks again, Anthony. Right, bye. So long. George. All right. Exactly. Bye. You've been listening to the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Show here on GeorgiaRadio.com, brought to you in part by our friends at Meek's Brothers Cattle Company. You can find them at Facebook.com there. Just look meeks brothers cattle company i'm matt jolly and i'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 10 a.m right here on your home for good company and great country georgia radio glad you're here country that's what i grew up listening
0: to georgia radio we love you more than peanuts and peaches so glad you're here